Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast to cast down on things each week that you say a thing that's the title of the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. I'm Eli Uden. What's up, everybody? Hello. Hello. Kathy's Hello. clearing her throat during the intro. <laughs> I moved the mic away. <laughs> I heard Not it. Not far enough. <laughs> Not the audience never would have known. <laughs> I'm Disrespectful. Sorry, I, <laughs> I had to Kathy clear my throat because I overslept our <laughs> noon meeting time like a fucking deadbeat. So I'm... I'm freshly rolled out of bed to record this, so still got a little bit of morning voice. Like a bagel. Freshly rolled. Going to boost the throat clear in post. (laughs) (laughs) Bass boosted. Roll the tape, Shelby. It was away from the microphone. Yeah. (laughs) Blow that shit out. Yeah, bass boost. Turn it turn everything up on that. Just doing it. Yeah, the whole thing. Just Tim and Eric the whole thing. Just bass boost, bass boost, boost cats, coughs, uh, chair squeaks, just like, like, I figured out the, what the squeaky, I figured out what's squeaking, by the way. It's not my chair, which makes me feel way less fat, which is great. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't, I hopefully our, our audience doesn't hear it, but uh, I have a real piece of shit desk and sometimes Patty and Eli are like, what's that noise? And I'm like. Tiny squeaks from all my stuff that sucks, and I thought it was my chair, but it's actually my terrible desk. Oh, nice! I'm, I'm miking it right now. It's a very particular sound. It's this squeaking, and and what's weird about it is, if I remember right, for some reason, just burned into my brain. Every time I hear it, <laughs> it reminds me of the beginning of that song, Bedrock, from like ten years ago. <laughs> it does <laughs> like kind of Wayne. sound like someone fucking on a cheap mattress a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, it's like a very. You know, like 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 sound effect, like oh yeah, that was the that was the like the entire song. Yeah, it was like "Call Me Mr. Flintstone." Yeah, right? I make your bed rock. Yeah, that's the that's part real... where the guy ends a verse by just saying "grocery bag." Yeah, grocery bag. Real. Yeah. Okay, cut it, cut it, enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I remember yeah. that song came out like right when I graduated from college, and that whole summer it was like a constant. That the, the that song to me is um, like impossible to separate from memories of when I lived on a porch because I was twenty two. Uh, <laughs> I paid outside. ninety dollars a month to live on a porch for a summer. Screened off at least. Screened or? off. Screened off. Did Full of a, silverfish though, like not good. Did you have a big piece of straw where you one pair of overalls? Did you bathe in a big tub, a big metal tub, big a wash tub, a wash? Yeah. Did you have a wash tub? I kind of did because the apartment had a beautiful clawfoot bathtub in it, which was really weird because it was a shitty college apartment. But well, that's not a wash. That's not a wash tub. Clawfoot wash tub. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> the fanciest. Yeah, it's a barrel with like filigree legs on it. It's right. Yeah. Clawfoot wash tub. It's that. It's that. Me- that like tinny metal. And the feet just collapse the instant a person gets in them because that metal is not strong enough to <laughs> hold up. Just some feet. true Beverly Hillbilly shit. Mm-hmm. Clawfoot wash tub. Mama, we made it. <laughs> yeah. Doing it. Yeah. I feel like the, the bedrock thing was like, it got a lot of shit, but it was also like, I, I feel like like the, the period of like Lil Wayne when Lil Wayne was really big was like prime for just like old people being like, this is 
this isn't music, you know, shit. So I feel like I still mm. like prickle at it where people are just like, it's like, remember like how long it took for older people to figure out that like rap is supposed to be funny where they're like, they're joking around. It's like, yes, that's fucking, they're called punchlines. You coot, you old fuck. Like, yeah, I, no, yeah. I feel like that was kind of the last gasp of that was about 15 years ago where people were like, this isn't music. They're just talking over the beat or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's not my problem with Bedrock, though. Oh, yeah. That's just a bad song. It's a weird song. Lil Wayne has a lot of really good songs. The, it does get the party started. I'll say I, that. Not for me. I'm, I mean, not, the, I'm not pleased at the party when that comes The on. entire song turning on like a, a true groaner of a, of a, of a gag is yeah. it's kind of <laughs> endearing, honestly. But it was a murderer's row. I mean, that thing was chock it, full of features. So. That's true. It'll carry just, it a long way. I don't like the beat. I don't like the hook. I just, no, not for me. She's out. I'm out. <laughs> for and that for reason, that reason, sharks. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we've talked about it on the, did we, we, or it might have been when we were guesting on Blocked Party that we talked. The, the Canadian version of Shark Tank, which I believe is the original called Dragon's Den, is mm-hmm. very funny because they were like, we have to make this look like a dragon's den. It was like, you don't really. <laughs> it's really oh, fine cool. to not do that. <laughs> yeah. I feel the, like the dragons are sitting on a pile of gold and jewels. <laughs> so there's like foam, are, there's like foam they, like, rocks everywhere. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like that, but I think if I remember correctly, they've got like, they're definitely like, okay, we're going to like lean into this. It was like, I think it's one of those things where when they moved it to America, they're like, okay, we're going to call it Shark Tank. We don't need everyone to be like, in an aquarium. Underwater. Or anything. <laughs> there should at least be like a shark, like in a tank, like there in should the room. Be. They should have that like the Damien Hirsch shark or something at least. That would be perfect because it's such a fucking expensive piece of shit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> an like, ostentatious <laughs> display of wealth for people with no taste to be yeah, perfect for sure. Exactly. Tank. Yeah, that's yeah. Be- that's that's actually better, yeah. Well, I think I mean me and Patty, we've got to uh We've got to we've got to start thinking about how we're going to display it now that we're big we're big showbiz guys. We've been mentioning variety possibly. Like, yeah, this is, we wait, may have. Really? I was like, I was like, where variety. is this going? Oh, okay, yeah. I was like, wait, what? Now I know. Uh, yeah, we, you know, we we can't confirm or deny both for us or for anybody whether this is. Uh, I'm categorically uh, denying just based on the based on. I don't uh, know why you don't want to facts. claim this. <laughs> I think I, this is something to be proud of. Uh, we've got we've got a quote here. Uh, I'm trying to see if this is uh, God. Variety tweets a lot, don't they? I guess it's what they're supposed to do. They're news. Go to thingy. Patty's page. He quote tweeted it. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get a direct quote here. I don't want I don't want to misrepresent anything. Um, we've got a quote from uh, now kind of bona fide movie movie, movie star. star here, Rachel Sanat, talking about reuniting with Io Ediberi for Bottoms. We've literally done the worst basement bar shows together. <laughs> now, I don't know if that's Karma Lounge, <laughs> but we sure were a bad basement bar show. <laughs> that both of those people did. That both yes. of them have done. But the important thing to say here is that they have never been on the same bill, so they were not together. That also is a key. the word bill, very generous for uh, <laughs> Yeah. They did not show up to Karma at the same time. Right. Yeah. They were not in the same uh, notes app on my phone. And then, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't I mean. Did we ever. The, so I. Uh, we told a lot of Karma stories on the show. I don't know if we told this one. I met you guys at Karma. I had, I'd met Eli before, but I'd never met you, Patty. And you booked uh-huh. me on Karma. And that's that's where I met both of you together. 
And yeah. like, I'd met you, Eli, but I don't think I'd spent more than like five minutes with yeah. you before that. And that was we t- the, the the Uber, the Darren Aronofsky right. WTF Uber. <laughs> right. True. The synthesis. The other, but the other thing I remember about that show, which I don't know if this is true, but it is what is in my memory about this show. It might have just been a joke and he no-showed, but Nick Mullen was booked on that show too. And my memory is that he was not let in because karma has a dress code. No, that was a different time. That was the thing that happened a couple times with him and also with Blake Midget. uh, Because Blake Midget didn't have sleeves a couple times. And I Um, think Mullen had to go up at the stand once wearing like the bouncer's jeans because the stand had some shorts thing. But don't quote me on that. (laughs) Not a weird dress code shit. I think that's very funny because Nick Mullen is not the size of any bouncer. So like, (laughs) no, they were too big. That's a very large jeans. That's true. They were too big. Um, I, no, I, I think he had some other. I think there was something else. It was not about the drink. He didn't. He couldn't make it, I, and I can't remember. Um, if I think of it, I'll. I'll we can I couldn't. Like, no in my memory, in that was what was either. happening. I couldn't remember if it was that he just no showed and people were joking that he got turned away, or if he legitimately got turned. It away. had happened like before. Got turned shorts. away. Yes. and there were no exceptions. Like I, we've been doing. We did that show there for years, and I wear. I mean, I wasn't even fucking bald yet, but I would wear a hat. And they don't let you wear hats in there. And they'd be like, for me, who's I'm like, dude, I'm here every week. You literally know me. Like, we make you like $15 a week. (laughs) Do you know who I am? (laughs) We make it more than $15 a week because the people who were there, whether they were aware they were at a comedy show or not, were hardcore alcoholics and the drinks cost like $15 a piece. That is true. So. It is very funny to have a dress code for like one of the worst shows in Manhattan, though. That is very like you have to be you have to show some respect to this terrible. And also people can smoke inside, which I thought would be like an asset, but was very much not an asset. So (laughs) was an asset to me. I loved it. The dress code was like the just most blatant racism shit of all time. Yeah, a hundred percent. But like I've I would try to go in with a hat and like you can't bring that hat in here. I'd be like, okay, take it off and put it behind the bar downstairs or something. And they'd be like, you literally can't bring that within the premises. So then I, I I walked into that show with a uh, baseball cap shoved down the back of my pants like multiple times. Because <laughs> um, I'm not leaving it in a... F- he told me to leave it in a bush. Yeah, put it in the bush. <laughs> he wouldn't even like hold on to it. He was like, leave He's it like, in a nah, bush. like, nah, man. Like, All these yeah. bushes on 2nd Avenue in Manhattan. Yeah, definitely to, not full of piss. We used definitely. to... We, multiple times I, I had to grab the... Uh, uh, the, the manager, uh, David, uh, who was a good dude, and uh, he would and put up with us for a long time and, and go upstairs and he would like <laughs> negotiate with the bouncer to like let the person in. It's like, aren't you like the boss? Like, what is going what is going on here? Like, there's yeah. not like going to be some malpractice suit against the bar because somebody came in with like track pants on. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I also think I think actually like, one of the times with Blake was he forgot his ID or he didn't have or mm. lost his ID, and it's like they're not gonna let me in without an ID. It's like, dude, you look like you're like, come on, like you, no one's <laughs> gonna think you're, you're under twenty one. This is back our... when he had the huge gray beard. It was like, yeah. come on, like this. Yeah. is no one's for pretending. For listeners, this is a guy who like he is bald with a huge gray beard and is like ten years older than all of us. So like he was probably forty at that time or like in his late. Yeah, 30s. not a high risk. Not um, it, it's it's one of those things where it's like if this guy's under twenty one he should be let in on principle like yeah he he needs it yeah. he needs he needs a drink he's had a stressful life though yeah I mean the karma I think the worst the the thing about karma that I disliked the most was the fact that the when we would invite people to come do it they would show up the show before us would in invariably run long and they would always catch the last ten minutes which was invariably like. 
the most offensive comedy you've ever mm-hmm. heard in your life. Mm-hmm. So you'd be like, hey, thanks for coming. We're going to get started really soon. Is this person doing an impression of uh, Bill Cosby killing bin Laden? Like, yes. Is this after the allegations? Yeah. Yes. But just like, <laughs> we'll start soon. <laughs> just sit down. And so Look, sorry. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to say that I uh, uh, miss it per se, like in the, you know, but in it, like, like I miss like the details of it. But the that was like a real like a big appeal of like being like on the ground doing comedy is the like insane stuff. And that there was a lot of that. I feel a lot like of insane which, stuff, which is, I, which is I liked karma. I had good sets there. I had fun. Yeah, I have no I, I've done many, many worse shows than karma. I feel like the objective facts of it where it's like a basement full of cigarette smoke and drunk people like i it it was sometimes greater than the sum of its parts like i had i had a good time doing stuff there yeah yeah you know it was his own thing <laughs> <laughs> oh speaking of sure. um speaking of comedy clubs full of very drunk people um i am doing some shows in austin March 24th and 25th at the Velveeta Room on 6th Street. Um, And I say that because the Velveeta Room is great. It's really fun. The comics there are wonderful and the crowds are often wonderful. But uh, many people buy tickets in advance, which you should do uh, at thevelveeteroom.com or uh, go to my Twitter page and you can buy tickets. Um, One show Friday, two shows Saturday. Uh, That's great. But also they bark people in off 6th Street in Austin. So... Uh, there is a, a contingent of that crowd that is sometimes karma, karma esque. So you can do you sake like bombs next insanity, door. So you, hmm? you, people, can you do sake bombs next door? You can Just, do sake bombs next you can door. Hang oh, a I U-turn think that I think that place, the sake bomb place into into comedy. I think that place may have closed because the only people who ever went in there were Chris Cubis and whatever comic Chris Cubis had convinced to go in there. So. <laughs> I went in there when I was there because I'd never done sake bombs before, and I was like, "Ooh." Were you with Cubis? No. Um, no, you just went by yourself. You're like the only other. Person. I was fucking with somebody. I wasn't like, so you guys <laughs> later. Alone. I'm gonna go do solo sake bombs. Um, Either you're with Cubis or you're alone. There's no yeah. in between. I think I was. If, well, if I was in Austin, I was there for one of the RTXs for work, so yeah. I was probably with people for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man. But yeah. I, I R.I.P. that place. Um, the other thing about that place is that uh, their bouncer was a furry, which I always thought was hell yeah, dude. Never seen a furry bouncer before. Yeah, uh, that he had fucking... his foxtail on his pants every day. Yeah, great. yeah, man, that was. It is like so great that uh, I don't know if you guys know, but like one of the best fighting game competitive fighting game players ever is a furry, and as you can imagine, oh, it yeah, just makes guy. people so mad all the time. Sonic Fox, What's... yes, Sonic Fox, yeah, and it's like oh, okay, that, I know the it's... name. I didn't know what what. They yeah, did. and it's yeah. great because it's fighting games too, which is like you know, like they have a kind of traditionally, somewhat of like a masculine energy, you know, like sort of thing. And it's just, it's just great how mad everybody is all the time. Not for her, not for uh, them, I'm sure. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Only boys yeah, can pretend to be them, a, a <laughs> Japanese schoolgirl fighting a, a a British secret agent uh, in a bikini or whatever. That's that's yeah, yeah. Well, I'd have to, I'd have to assume they use like kuma, right? That'd be the move, but. Um, yeah, just a fun detail. Got to be king, right? Kuma, the guy Kuma, is, the Kuma guy is, is a bear in Tekken. Yeah, king is a Mexican wrestler, though. So maybe you get armor. Kath in on that. He's yeah, a wrestler. Get Armor King, who's a not uh, not a wrestler. He's just scary. Anyway, we're circling the drain. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> let's do numbers. Let's do numbers. Kev has a, it like she has no patience. Video game stuff, it's, it's done. I'm, like I seconds. will return when you're done. <laughs> Kev walks off screen. God damn it! <laughs> Number five. Number five is come, comes to us from uh, Kate Bussy Shoes Never Worn um, in the Discord. And uh, it's Did a story. Did the bussy die? Is that. Yeah, I, I suppose. Yeah, it's a shoe it's a, for your bussy. The saddest sentence ever. Um, Two shoes. I don't there's know. Also a, there's also a semicolon involved that I cannot think has to be in there. <laughs> cannot be necessary. Look, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not opining on the grammar here um, or the punctuation. The the um. So the, this is a story from the National Park Service, or it's an it's an announcement made by the National Park Service. Um. And it's about how to be safe in a bear situation. And the tip that they gave, or one of the tips they gave was, and I'll just read the tweet here. If you come across a bear, never push a slower friend down, even if you feel the friendship has run its course. So, um, I don't think that's, I don't think that's practical advice. I think it's moral advice, but I don't think it's practical advice about how to avoid a bear. Yeah, I mean, you know, it would work. It would work, is what I'm saying. It's not worth yeah. having an argument about whether it would work or not. It would work, unless. <laughs> well, they I, taste I also bad. don't think if they're already slower. I mean, you, 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 you're. That's it's, true. You're, you're kind of really gilding the lily. You're already going to be okay, you know. Um, right. You just hope nature takes its course. I guess. I guess if slower. they're slower, the bear can out, and the bear can definitely outrun both of you because bears are fast as hell. So you might still be the one the bear goes after for one reason or another. Yeah. So it probably you might doesn't look matter. Tastier to the bear. Right. Yeah. Patty had floated pushing your faster friend down. Right. That think, seems like what you would do. See, if you're I slow, think, take down your friend yeah. who's faster. That's a well, dub- the, To me, didn't... that's doubly morally despicable. I mean, it's morally <laughs> despicable to shove someone down and get them eaten by a bear so you don't. But if they're naturally faster than you and you do it, I feel like they've lived their entire life in a way that would enable them to outrun a bear. And then you <laughs> undid that just out of like, I would feel no worse if I knew they were faster. I don't know. Were. Being being faster is not a not a moral virtue. So I think it would just. I mean, I would assume being faster would would correlate to have like lived lived a healthy life and 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 you know, like spending all that time keeping yourself in shape versus me, who's basically asking a thing like, "What am I going to have to do? Outrun a fucking bear? I don't need to go to the gym." So <laughs> I think you know, it's just yeah. This is what that's not more. That's not. For. Those aren't moral decisions, though. I feel like it's okay. I feel like, I mean, it's not okay, but it is equally as bad as pushing down a slower Well, friend. get ready to get tripped because you're <laughs> going down then. I mean, the thing is, I am in <laughs> rare cases going to be the faster friend. So I'm just looking out for myself here. I don't, I'm not going camping or hiking with anybody faster than me for this reason. I yeah. mean, what, what, you, what you need is, um, uh, if anyone has seen the, the film The Descent, um, there is a decisive moment when someone... Uh, incapacitate someone uh, as a sort of rev- in a revenge moment uh, to let themselves get out of the cave and away from the gross uh, cave the golems. creatures. Yeah. <laughs> golems. Yeah. Yeah. The golems. Uh, um, it's not clear who'd be faster or not. This is more just like a, Oh, I just noticed something and uh, it's making me rethink some things about our friendship. So um, she fucked yeah. her husband. Long story short. Well, right. Uh, yes, she, she noticed that she noticed the necklace. There was a necklace that uh, had a key, but is it was that, also. Is that, do I need not, not need to see the descent now? 
No, I think it's, it's a pretty, it's pretty minor good. point. Oh, okay. it's, it's a it's a very good movie. I li- I like the descent. Yeah, this is just kind of a there's additional drama going on, and and apparently in the sequel, uh, it it goes further in a way that I did not expect on a lot of that uh, plot line. Um, But um, yeah, so don't don't push down your slower friend. Um, I just don't think this is any of their business to give us advice on this. That's not. (laughs) That's this is an overreach. This is not what they're for. They are for safety tips. They don't need to be governing my my you know relationships in this way maybe it's let's not. let's let's figure out what are you actually supposed to do like are you supposed to make yourself big or are you supposed to if it's die, black look, i've talked about this in the podcast before because i during the pandemic uh Saw in the, the depths shrooms. of the pandemic i went down a big wormhole of what you're supposed to do if you're attacked by a bear bad times um i liked on twitter this week, everyone was talking about the most insane stuff they did over the pandemic um if it's black fight back Okay. If it's brown, lay down. If it's white, say goodnight. So, I think it's say goodnight all around. But black, you, you'll be okay with black. Brown, borderline say goodnight situation. You, I think whether you're okay uh, with a black bear has been determined hours before you run into it. Yeah, it's I mean, just, if, there's a, if, if you're in a situation where there's a polar bear, like, where are you going to go? Are you, unless you can, like, get right, unless you can get right on your boat, like, you're you're not in good shape. It's <laughs> I, not yeah. a good situation. I also love that they're involved, like, the polar bears are included in this guide. <laughs> like, it's going to be one of those three. Like, if you're yeah. in the forest, you're like, all right, well, we can cross white off. It's not a polar bear. It's like, yeah, are, you don't need to, like, if it's what? It's like, are you in the fucking Arctic? Then you're going to, you're dead. <laughs> You're, you're probably already dead there. already. You have no fucking You should toes. probably not need a little rhyme if you're in the Arctic. Like, you've you should got, probably you, already have, like, more resources. You've about already this. got a bunch of snow in your beard, and you're eating, like, salt pork or yeah. something, you know. <laughs> yeah, you, Shackleton. Yeah. If your toes are black, you know, maybe that. You got your fucking Admiral Bird shit going on. You're in trouble. If, you're, if, you, are, if you are in seeing polar bears, and you are not someone who is... Uh, known for expeditions, you may be. If in it's trouble. a surprise, if you're surprised to see one, it's already too late for you. Yeah, you're not. You have not prepared. That would be a cool. Someone made a disaster movie about the polar ice caps finally breaking, just a big iceberg with like fifty fucking polar bears, <laughs> just pulls up on like Coney Island Beach, and they just go fucking <laughs> nuts on everybody. I claim that they're starving because they've floated see, down for so long. They're so yeah. hungry. Copyright 2023. Eli. <clears throat> That's my movie. You can't make it. Don't try to don't try to steal it and then make it and then talk about my old bad comedy show on a variety interview related <laughs> to the movie. No, sir. Not going to happen. That's not right. allowed. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think the most specious part of the rhyme is like with a grizzly bear, you're supposed to play dead. It's like that's just you play dead. Good luck. Yeah, let's let's try. That's it. just because you can't fight back. It's not because yeah. playing dead helps. It's just because fighting back is like useless. If, also, if you're lucky, you play you. dead. It'll yeah, it'll like kind of pop like bat you around a little bit, and right. that will be those will be fatal wounds. Right. <laughs> like <from, laughs> Do it legitimately tasty? Like they're like they just don't put it in the rhyme because then people are like, well, fuck this. But like they fucking taste. They're gonna you taste shit. you and be like, this is a this is alive. Yeah, you're gonna be you like warm. Good? What if you taste, taste delicious? What no, you if they take a bite, you're supposed to just stay still and not re- not react at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. poker face. That's the thing. They respect it if you if they take a bite and you just don't like, say you don't go out. It's yeah. like really, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. 
Break was, like put a wooden spoon between your teeth, like you're getting sh- like uh, having surgery <laughs> done on you in a movie or something, and mm-hmm. you know, and uh, someone's stitching up a bullet hole or sort of digging out a bullet, and uh, hopefully uh, don't make any noise, and then yeah. you're yeah. fine. You'll be fine. This is why the barrel respect you, and it'll yeah. be on its way. This is why if you go camping, you should bring one hand grenade with you, mm-hmm. and then you're set. You just grenade the bear. <laughs> That's the sound of a hand grenade cocking, if you're unfamiliar. <laughs> um, I did hear so it was like, apparently a hand grenade is like the mo- hardest thing to obtain. In the, I saw a Mythbusters thing where they were like, what was the hardest thing you ever tried to do on Mythbusters? And they were like, it is literally impossible to get a hand grenade. They were like, you can, they were like, yeah, yeah. They're like, you can get C4 and pack it into a thing. And they were like, even with this supervision of like police departments, bomb squads, whatever, they're all like, yeah, you don't get to go fucking anywhere near a grenade. They're like, we don't fuck with those at all. Um, I know, yeah, it's, it is it is good. But I thought That's it was fascinating good. that like out of everything that Mythbusters, they blew up a fucking cement truck filled with cement. And then no, they were they like- They don't want anyone to get no, hoisted, no, no, no. okay? They want to avoid hoisting. <laughs> no hoisting, yeah. yeah. Very Man. bad. My petard or yours? <laughs> <laughs> Patty at 3.45 a.m. I guess that should be your petard or mine. Excuse me. That was poor delivery. Well, uh, yeah. So, you know, hey, if you if there's a bear attack happening, uh, good luck. I'm not sure what else to say. Yeah. Uh, do website, something or don't. This website Remember when like, I saw a bear? Yeah, when you were on shrooms. When yeah. I was on shrooms. Suboptimal. So, this, uh, this website does not sound very helpful. Here's another quick. Here's another tip they offer. The website notes that bear attacks are rare but can occur. My Got God, it. whoa! This hey, this is everything. Here's there. It's like okay, I need like quickly looking, scrolling through your phone. It's like hey, okay, first things first. This is rare, but uh, that doesn't really help. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing you're supposed to do with bears is um, make a lot of noise, like when you're hiking or something. If you're hiking in backcountry <laughs> where there've been bears, you're supposed to. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to scream a lot. No, you're just supposed to make noise so they like know you're coming, which um, as someone who hikes alone a lot, <laughs> is like <laughs> very funny to yeah. like, I, I, if I'm, if I'm hiking somewhere with bears, I'll, I'll bring like a Bluetooth speaker or something, but it's like, am I just supposed to look insane? Like, that's the thing is then the bears see you talking to yourself and they're like, oh, that's a crazy person. I'm yeah. not going to go. I'm not going to go near her. She's it, She's got problems. Yeah, it was like a whole <laughs> play bedrock. <laughs> I'm um, playing bedrock for the bears. I, <laughs> yeah, get um, one. Get one. You get. You're supposed to have one of those spe- Bluetooth speakers on a carabiner, like a guy uh, doing like bike deliveries, blasting bedrock. That's well, the that's best the way thing to stay is, safe. then you're like, then you're safe from bears, and you're annoying to any other person you come across hiking. That's <laughs> like, right. Yeah. You're just a, a nuisance of nature. Then yeah, when I went to a, a wedding in Colorado, I had to like walk down a mountain to the hotel from the uh, one of the like the reception or the something, and then they, they were like, "Oh, but you're walking there. Like there are bears there, so play music off your phone." And I was like, "Ha ha ha!" And they were like, "This is not. We're not joking. Like play music <laughs> off your phone." I was like, "Cool. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I hope this bear's gonna get drunk because I'm fucking seven beers deep, and I'm walking down. I'm trudging down a mountain playing like." Whatever's on my Spotify recently played, I played lo-fi for the bears. That way they fall asleep. You know, mm, yeah. yeah. Throw some shoegaze on there. So yeah, the you play that. Play that. Out. Play that YouTube channel, lo-fi beats or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Lo-fi uh, beats what? to keep bears away. It's my new <laughs> YouTube channel. <laughs> 
Folks, if you're enjoying this episode, you may be interested in our bonus episode this week. We record a bonus episode for our Patreon every week. We have 237, as of this week, episodes on there that you can listen to when you sign up at patreon.com slash whatatimepod. This week we talk about the history of, or the last 20 years of 311 in New York, and we run through the uh, sort of 20 funniest calls that uh, 311 put out in their in their report. Plus, we complain at length about stand-up, but if you don't want to listen to that, you can listen to all the other parts of it. So check it out. <laughs> That's two cents an episode. What a value. You can't afford not to do it. Check it out. You'd be a fool. Goodbye. Number four? Number four. Number four. Number four comes to us from Bookmarked19 in the Discord. If you would like to submit stories, you can join our Patreon at the $10 a month level. Patreon.com slash one time pod. Get access to our story submission Discord channel like Bookmark19 has. Um, this story comes to us from Maine, but this is a this is a nationwide problem. Um, vanity license plates. That's the problem. <laughs> Uh, you love them, you hate them. Vanity license plates, you can pay to customize your license plate. And uh, there's this family of vegans in Maine. There's a picture of them. The guy looks exactly how you think someone with this license plate would look. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. His license plate. <laughs> he looks like someone. Sorry, he looks ma'am. like he'd be played by Michael Showalter in a sketch about vegans. That's what he looks like to me. Um, his, his license plate is Love Tofu. Which, of course, if you read differently, says, love to f. And uh, Maine is like, our bad. We shouldn't have given this to you. It looks like it says, love to fuck. Uh, or, love to, or love to f you. Or yeah. love to f you. That's like you, a very- the person in the car behind me. <laughs> I or love to, to f you. you. Yeah. <laughs> or love Tennessee of University. You know, it could be a college it probably, thing. That's probably what it means. Could be that. Um, that's what I would assume. Yeah. So I guess they like issued a license plates and then they were like, we need to review these and see if they're all right. And then they were like, just kidding. We issued this one to you, but you need to give it back. Which is funny because it's like damage is already done. They're out yeah. there. Like if you didn't catch it at the time, that's that's your that's on you. Yeah. I shouldn't have to go to the fucking DMV for that. I'd be like, no, 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 no. You don't, you don't get chance to at this, uh, or you need to come to me and fix it. Don't, don't put this on show, me. Friend of the show, Cat Beltane on Twitter, uh, just moved and had to get a new license plate for his car, and didn't get a vanity license. You know, like got the thing, and the last four digits of the license plate they gave him were fourteen eighty eight, and he had oh. to. Come. <laughs> <laughs> he put it on Twitter. It's very funny. Uh, but SS yeah, fourteen eighty eight. Nothing wrong. He just here. he just moved to New Hampshire, and it was live free or die fourteen eighty eight. And he like went back to the DMV. And was like, I can't, I can't put this on my car. And uh, they gave him a new one, but apparently, yeah, the people at the DMV were just like, what does that mean? What? <laughs> yeah, not ideal. Which like, statistically- why do you know that, sir? And it's like, okay, <laughs> all right. Well, for New Hampshire, it's statistically lucky that like someone who doesn't think that's cool got that, mm, which right, like could yeah. have happened. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, vanity license plates a problem. Also, randomly generated license plates potentially a problem if people aren't paying attention. Was it, my my dad had this great plan to get the the, the DC license plate like format is two letters, four numbers, 
Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say what license plate he wanted because it is a lot of personal information, but he had like a master plan to try to get his initials and then our house number, but nice. like without getting a vanity plate. So it was just like an update whenever I went home, he'd be like, getting close. What does that like, mean, getting close? Because they They're issued random. them in order. Oh, so okay. He'd go, you know, uh, once he saw like that the letters were getting close to his initials, he'd be like, getting How does he close. see that? Because he just sees it on new cars. You know, he's <laughs> he loves to games. They they play the license plate game. They love all sorts of license plate related games. That's very uh, funny. I mean, I think it was mostly joking, but I'm not 100% sure. Like, I'm like, <laughs> you may have. I don't think he really thought he was going to get it. But I think that if it got, you know, there was a chance he'd be like, at least throw his fucking hat in there and go roll the dice on it. Sure. Um, yeah. Take take a take a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I think he missed it, unfortunately. <laughs> if I remember correctly, I came back. He's like, oh, I missed it. Oh, no. I think they um, I think they got rid of that bot that had the rejected, the vanity plate, the California vanity plate Twitter bot. Did you ever oh, see yeah. that? Yeah, that was pretty I fun. I like that. I'm sending uh, you the 1488 plate, by the way, in the chat, if you're interested. I think, I think the DMV one, maybe not. Yeah, well, the, the bot like those bots can still operate. They haven't actually made that API change yet. But you're mm-hmm. right; they might have just killed. They might have killed. I think the they account. just like suspended it or something yeah. for some reason. Somebody did. Like, somebody did. It looks like fill in the uh, the empty space there. There's a new account to join in February 2023. California DMV plates. Thank Posting you. S- zero followers, zero following. Someone yeah. just jumped right on there. That's the API how thing did that that uh that Twitter bot confirmed uh. Luke's insane assertion that bop was a uh, code for head. That's it's true. It's not insane. This is, we've, <laughs> I still we've think had I'm it being confirmed. about this. We've had it confirmed roundly. Yeah. By, I, by I just, a, it's, a jury I feel gaslit. Peers. I feel like there's some Mandela effect going on with this Look, bop. You had squirrels running up your little leg. Other people were getting bop in the Chevy. Just two, <laughs> two life paths. That is true. I was like as far as possible from <laughs> bopping or getting bop in the Chevy. Yeah. Really? Uh, oh, a world existing as far <laughs> away from me as possible, yeah. I think, at that time in my life. I, th- I think that the uh, the API thing to get worked out, and I only know that because of how close we were to losing the Redwall fee spot, and I was very upset <laughs> about it. They, of all the bots to see a, a, a like goodbye post from, I was like, no! Yeah. What will the Dibbins eat? You have to fucking tell me <laughs> what kind of cordials they're drinking. That's Please. true. I need to know about the Dibbins. I will never not retweet that account, and no one will ever enjoy it. Just, just That's no false. Inra- people, engagement. People, people, people enjoy like it. it. People yeah. like that account. Makes me hungry. That's the only thing I don't like about it. Um, you don't like food like that. You like get mad when lavender's in stuff. They don't make shit with lavender. Even they know not to do that. What do you? T- they make like onion, uh, fucking, basically quiches and shit. They make like <laughs> they onion. They know not to do that. Yeah, they're not. They're they're not putting flowers and shit. There's they're always making, like, like huckleberries. And, yeah. yeah, but that's a berry. That's not. We've talked about. I don't think about, you'd like it. I don't think you would like the red wall food. I'm sorry to say. I don't think you would. I don't think I know what you taste and what you don't taste. This is. I don't think you'd like it. I'd love a goddamn onion fucking tart, dude. Don't you worry about it. I think you'd like an onion tart. I feel like a lot of this other stuff you would not be into, but. Let's see. Maybe like if berries. maybe if you had the enticement of a bunch of little rats were eating this, you'd be <laughs> yeah. like, yum. Cleaning up. Well, they have, they have to clean before they eat. That's one of the big rules at the Abbey, so it's fine. Mm, that's Some true. Gibbons have to clean up. 
Rats, know. some rats, some well, no, no, not rats because rats not are bad rats. guys. Yeah. So it's mice, voles. Love Badger. a vole, a thing that I'm not still not clear. It's just like a little little guy. Oh man, know. my not mom. A- this is like the central drama in my mom's life right now. She so she uh, she's a big gardener. She has like a big garden in my in my parents' backyard, and uh, there's a vole who lives back there, and he is tearing shit up. He is going nuts in my mom's backyard. Just like this is it is. She, uh, I think Andrew Rosa said she is now the villain in a Looney Tunes cartoon <laughs> because she is like having to go against this vole. I'll send you a picture of what this vole she's, did. It's she's pretty the intense. villain in a Redwall novel. She's are the vo- damn tigerung, dude. Are voles like little, like little, like hey, what little are mouse voles? type guys? Or are they they're like, little, fa- like, they're like weasels, right? You like weasels? They're like, no, they're like, they're like a... Because weasels are also between. bad in the red wall sort of, you know, things. So. Weasels are bad in the everything. Well, right? sure. It's not, you, know, you never want to get called a weasel. <laughs> yeah. <That's>... Weasels <laughs> are not, not great PR on weasels overall. <laughs> They're like, the voles are like kind of hamstery, I would say. Okay. They are small rodents that are relatives of lemmings and hamsters, but with a stouter body. They're, they're very they're, stout. They're, they're, they're stout. Love to have um, a stouter body. They what also. What the fuck? They are sometimes known as field mice. A vole is a field mouse. What the That's hell? That's a very different vibe. That's correct to me. Yeah. Oh my god, this is awesome. Yeah, the, I just sent I just sent uh, Patty and Eli a picture of what oh. the vole did to my mom's yard, and <laughs> she is. I mean, yeah. uh, awesome, not in the good sense. To be clear, uh, awe-inspiring. A feat. Cre- cre- yeah, yeah, a feat. Yeah. That's yeah. This looks a feet, like a like Faye. <laughs> it's very um kind of. Uh, <laughs> This looks like a half-finished roller co- coaster tycoon map. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like there's no coasters. You're like re- you're redoing it. Yeah, yeah th- this vole has like dug a foundation for a Redwall Abbey. That's what's going on here. He's dug a real hole for himself. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Got him. But yeah, this is like this. This will be the. Uh... I I talked about my mom. Um, Last year it was chipmunks and she she put out they were eating all this bird seed and she put out spicy bird seed because that's supposed to keep them away. Uh, but she effectively just made a Popeye's menu of bird seed because the mm-hmm. squirrels loved the spicy. Sure. This year it's the vole. This year it's not the chipmunks anymore. It's the vole. It's the, the vole's vol. probably there because the chipmunks were like, you got to try this new type of seed, this new spicy seed we found. <laughs> seasoned, <laughs> seasoned seed. It's delicious. Your mom's yeah. yard is on fucking Yelp, on Mouse Yelp, being like, check this place <laughs> out. Exciting new flavors. What, new frontiers. Yeah. You know? Anyway. Bold, bold new flavors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three. Number three. Number three. Number three. Number three comes to us from Hello Smashly in the Discord. Um, this is a you know the, the, a delightful story that has a very <laughs> boring. So it turns out that someone has found out someone's been re, you know speaking to Chuck E. Cheese about kind of the how their shit works. They want to know how do you make the robots dance? You know, going in, banging on the door, walking in, holding a hand. Grenade, Can I speak asking, to Mr. Cheese? Yeah, I holding have questions. Hand, <laughs> hand grenade asking. How they make the robots dance. Um, uh, this is a Katie Nidopoulos story from BuzzFeed. It feels very Katie Nidopoulos, which is a, a compliment on that. Um, and uh, they found out that all of the Chuck E. Cheese robots still, uh, in 2023, run off floppy disks. 3.5-inch floppies. They got these things running on fucking Word. 
Like if I put a floppy disk in my computer, let's assume my computer has a floppy disk drive in this hypothetical yes. situation. Will my computer dance? <laughs> yes. Is this possible? If what the will floppy happen? disk is filled with dancing code, um, I mean, it's kind of impressive. Uh, also, they have a note here that go until 2019. Believe it or not, the U.S. Ne- nuclear weapons program ran on eight-inch floppy disks. That's didn't need to know that about in during the Chuck E. Cheese story. But, I um, I knew that, but I I feel like uh, I mean the Chuck E. Cheese thing is kind of a testament to this. It's like don't like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I feel like it's pretty. It's a lot more secure to have that stuff on floppy disks, right? It's secure, but you don't have a lot of space to work with. Eight inch floppy is right. probably more. <laughs> um, I it is in a way like impressed, like impressive. Um, you know about like these. People that can put in, I guess, fit enough stuff to make a whole band of animals dance yeah. because a 3.5 inch floppy, if I remember correctly, is like 1.44 megabytes. It is yeah, that sounds l- right less than like half a song. Like, yeah. it's, there's so little space on there. Um, so, yeah. But here's the thing. OK, this is the, the, you're the, the counter argument to like, if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. This is what surprised me. They are still getting new ones. So it's a TikTok of a guy who works at Chuck E. Cheese who has a mullet. Someone's doing the coding yeah. on the floppy disk. Well, like still, it's like, do you, th- you know, you'd think it like in 2023, they're like, we got to do the new, I guess they'd have to replace the, uh, I mean, this, this like fucking TikTok is like, you know, like vaporwave level, just like, just different <laughs> seeing an old LCD screen with like four pixels and like every part of this technology but still, the well, yeah, fact they'd that- have to they'd have to uh, like replace the animatronic stuff to like accept I don't know a USB drive. What are you yeah. even doing to make it run? I mean, as so much they're as all I- from the fucking eighties. <laughs> I mean, I, as much as I wish that you like slotted him into the back of Chucky's head, Chuck Charles's <laughs> head, uh, it's like a central thing. But yeah, still, still pretty crazy that. Um, no, I want I want each of the animatronics to have a floppy disk drive. That's yeah. important. Now, is this more or less advanced than like the U.S. nuclear arsenal? Right? Wasn't that running on like floppy disks for a while? Or are these the older? We were just flo- talking about that, yeah. Patty. Pay attention. I'm sorry, <laughs> I lost it. Jesus. What were you doing? 2019 nuclear. Weapons I was pull- program, I was yeah. pulling up the article because I saw the uh, I saw the rocket fire explosion video, and I was just kind of thinking about that. And oh hell out. yeah, the so, love in this club rocket fire yeah. explosion video. Yeah. so good. Yeah. I was just I was just listening to Love in This Club in my head and imagining the moon going a a. So that's <laughs> my, my favorite. Uh, my favorite part of that video, which we will post on the Twitter because I want to make sure everyone has seen it, is the young Jeezy puppet. It's the that the puppet does the rap is very good to me. It's like another animatronic thing is holding a puppet and the puppet is rapping, which oh, like. Yeah. Just many levels of ex- abstraction of a thing that's not alive is you're a puppet of another puppet. Like, yeah. Just yes. And your young cheesy. Very good. Puppet hole of puppets. I don't know what you call the back of a puppet. They probably don't like talking about that puppeteers. It's probably like, <laughs> this is going to get gross. Just don't. We know where you're going with this. Don't don't even bring it up. Um, we don't have a name for that. It's nameless. Yeah. Puppeteers, are weirdly, pretty sure I know puppeteers. If you're in comedy, you probably know at least one lapsed puppeteer. A lot of people yeah. are getting in that. Um, That's like peak uh, uh, guy who... Uh, unsolicited starts talking to me at a bar is a puppeteer. <laughs> puppeteer. Like I'm, I'm batting like 30% puppeteers. Kath is sending out puppeteer vibes. I Just really, I must be because it has happened multiple times. Hinge full of puppeteers. <laughs> Dude, yep. Hinge is like, 
Kath is on at the bar that people don't know about in Sesame Street. There's a bar <laughs> on Sesame Street. Look, I got I got nothing against puppeteers. I think that's cool. Um, I, Look, we need we need I a place I to had a kick up our heels diversity. and relax. Yeah, <laughs> we had a little more diversity in the type yeah. of people that talk to me, and that they weren't just exclusively weirdos. But puppeteering is all right. They they have one of those funny T-shirts. It's like puppeteers do it with their hands stuck up your ass, and then it'd just be like really gross. Thankfully, yeah. I've never gotten any innuendo like that from any of these puppeteers. It's it's but. too it's too you know direct. I think, um, yeah, my hinge is somehow just like I don't feel like they're putting a lot of effort in. They've just figured out that I'm Jewish and tall, so they recommend me like Hasidic women and women that are five eleven. And that's and mm. I'm just like, can you? There's more to me than this. <laughs> it's not. Um, yeah. I sent you. I sent you some screen caps of my hinge the other day. Oh, there's Eli. a lot going I was, on Yeah, uh, I, I one of the, my favorite was magician at magician was the best. <laughs> you're you're not magician at magician. You're self employed at magician, man. Um, Magi- yeah. Magician at magician was my yeah. favorite for sure. But still, yeah, there's still, a lot of good ones. Still thinking about that uh, lady who goes crazy for food. Still thinking about it all the time. I think she's the one that got away. You think <laughs> yeah. about her a lot. Go, yeah. Hey, did you want to go to dinner? I noticed you go crazy for food. Um, <laughs> you make dinner and she starts running around the room yeah, doing laps. Throwing shit on the walls. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so, so the, uh, the they do have a picture. Every like aesthetically, this story is like amazing just aesthetically if you love like 90s like Y2K type shit because there's this picture of a floppy disk that's an official Chuck E. Cheese floppy. Show three, 2021, Chuck E. Cheese, Summer of Fun, Studio C. And it's like your classic floppy with like a like a label printed with like a surfboard on it, pasted on it. It's it's incredible looking. Um, so they're still using these. This is very upsetting to me. They say that uh, Chuck E. Cheese plans to phase out animatronics and focus on new screen-based entertainment. No. no you got enough screens in there. Okay. No you know what? Kids need more of screens. Let's have them go out to a fun place and sit and look at a screen. <laughs> yeah. Keep the animatronics. We uh, have everyone, so every fun. child gets their own iPad. Yeah. With the, with the, to hold. It's, it's got one of those things that like, um, it, it, like at the Apple store, it's like a, a magnet or like, you know, locked to the back with a long cord and they get to just kind of look at the uh, mm-hmm. Chuck E. Cheese in the band playing. Um, and uh, and then put the yeah, iPad. Chuck E. Cheese, the f- place where you can go to watch YouTube videos on an iPad. <laughs> yeah, it's just a big iPad and a frog case on a stage. That's all it is. Um, yeah, and then man, here's a great sentence as well. Tom Persky is the owner of FloppyDisc.com, the biggest floppy disk purveyor still standing. <laughs> Oh my Can't god, imagine. he's like Dennis and Thirty Rock with the beepers. <laughs> yeah, the floppy disk king. Floppy disk king. He's like technology is cyclical. It's coming back. Oh what like god. truly one of the stupidest things anyone has ever said. A sublime, <laughs> sublime line. It Wonderful. Is... <laughs> yeah. It Maybe is also... my favorite character. Dennis is Dennis is the man. I yeah. love Dennis. Certified Dennis Stan. Um yeah, I like I I mean I love this. I do think it's impressive. Like I would almost put that on like a resume if I was like a coder. I was like I was able to make robots dance with one megabyte or whatever. Yeah. Um. I mean there is like we're we're saying it's Dennisy, but like there is there if you're the only person that makes this hardware, and they're like still you know if the new U.S. nuclear program is running on this, like you gotta 
you you got a market. You don't need that many people to be selling floppy disk to to like do all right. Probably. I'm, I'm at floppydisk.com right now, just seeing what's out there. It, Does the it look website, like a GeoCities page? Yeah, it it, must, well, right? it's it's a, it's it's cleaner than a GeoCities page, but it is also a very bare bones, like old old looking website, which is yeah, which, well, is, I which is he nice. doesn't which is have what you want. much memory. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one point oh, four four wow, yeah, megabytes is... is insane. I used to put like. like all my homework like used to be on like one floppy disk per like semester or whatever in high school like that's yeah. wild to me yeah we are th- like we are burning so many mo- so much more of that just right now like what oh, we yeah. recorded like, of our- this episode right the, now the, the, the wave file i'm gonna send shelby over email <laughs> yeah. is like is like several hundred floppy disks yeah maybe like a thousand by you know, like like just of this episode yeah if you if you wanted to listen to our podcast on floppy disks <laughs> we should release get- a floppy disk edition <laughs> yeah you would get a sleeve you would get a thing that looked like a fucking like like support beam and you'd have to you know, put in one disc at a time, and be like. I think you'd insert- have to put in like two discs at a time to like make it work. <laughs> Depends on the system. But yeah, it'd be like it would be like. Please insert disc two thousand and thirteen of four thousand nine hundred ninety seven <laughs> in order to listen to, to finish putting this to episode. the next twenty seconds of this podcast. On your computer. I, th- I think I, I think I've said this before. I remember I, when I got Doom two when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, to install it, it was like five, like of those, like three and a half inch floppy yeah. disks. Mm, and you I remember to, like, the multi disk install, in yeah, one after the other. Do you, if you want to know how little memory a floppy disk has, Doom they've gotten Doom to run on a pregnancy test. <laughs> it took five <laughs> floppy disks, so pretty bad, not great. Um, yeah, you know, maybe I'll just go back. I don't, I don't even have any drives anymore. I can't put anything in any computer. I don't have any, yeah. They're obelisks drives. now. We talked about this with our our DVDs and Blu-rays that we own. Mm-hmm. We have no way to watch any of them. Yep. We just need just to keep pure, them for... Pure decoration. Ooh. Yeah. See, ooh, that's a soothing sound. Love to hear it. Ooh. Yeah. But yeah, if you're at a Chuck E. Cheese... Those mother- those motherfuckers are dancing off 1.44 megabytes of information. They should they, they should make that open source. You should be able to yeah. buy the floppy disks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But dude, also, but was, what kind of dances could they be doing? Information wants to be fucking, free, dude. If you if you start using like a 64 gigabyte flash drive, those things could be doing a fucking breaking routine. They could be going <laughs> wild. They're doing the yeah. uh, they're doing the Megan dance from right before she picks up the the paper cutter. Yeah, Megan, oh, yeah. but Megan remake, but it's floppy disks. That's how they. But obviously, their feet run. stay planted, yeah. so it's just kind of like just the arm parts, but still. Yeah. Subscribe to our Patreon for five dollars a month. I wonder to watch us talk about watching Megan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sorry. you watch Megan, and then you put on our track, and then we watch Megan with you. It's a whole it's, thing. We yeah, mail you a floppy thing. disk. You put we'll that. You we series with of floppy disks. Yeah. Put it uh, into Megan, and then I she wonder, tells you what we think. Yeah, I wonder what the what the animatronics. There's a there's a grocery store chain uh, in in the tri-state area called Stu Leonard's, which I think I've talked about before. And they have the uh, they have multiple little sets that are animatronic guys. They have like different milk cartons perform as a band. They have a cow and a chicken, I think, performing. And they have the uh, the Dole Fresh Vegetables performing. They have a nice little mm-hmm. song. I wonder what they run on because those are old too. Those were there when I was a kid, so I don't know what their infrastructure looks like to be upgraded. Yeah, I'm curious about like other so like the New England version of that is Jordan's Furniture has has those and like yeah they're from the 90s at the late like most recent they're probably from the 90s or like early 2000s I feel like probably probably they're again if you're the one guy that sells floppy disks you're probably doing okay yeah 
I, I like to think about how, because those things run on like pneumatics, right? They could probably like, kill the shit out of you. I mean, I guess it's Five Nights at Freddy's, but it's like the same thing lets them dance. It's like if you got hit by the bear who plays the fucking tin can or whatever, the Chuck E. Cheese thing, they can knock your block straight off. You'd be dead. <laughs> My Number block. Two. Well, that's why the parks, the, the parks department says do not push your friend down if the bear If an animatronic bear is chasing oh, you. My block. Oh, <laughs> oh no, it's not off. my block. <laughs> not my block. You knocked it off. All right. I assume, I assume that's your head. What is your block it's in your, that It's your head, I think. Yeah, okay. You know the rules. Anywhere but the block. <laughs> That's the money maker. <laughs> Leave my block on, please. Yeah. Let's do number two. Number two. Number two. Number two comes to us from bookmarked19 in the Discord. We've got a problem, question mark, with some Australian beer uh, that has had to be recalled because it has excess alcohol. So <laughs> it is, it'll get you too damn drunk. <laughs> Recalled yeah. in Australia or recalled here? Recalled in Australia by Food okay. Standards Australia, New Zealand. Um, so this is what happened, I guess, is they don't I don't know exactly how they stopped the ferment on beer. Like, I don't remember off the time ahead, but apparently they just like didn't quite do that correctly. So this beer has been continuing to ferment in the cans and becoming more and more alcoholic. Nice. Uh, so uh <laughs> They're like, they said that it's it's occurred in a handful, but also they say, we've only seen this occur in a handful of unrefrigerated cans so far, but we take the safety of our mates and quality of our beer very seriously, so they're recalling it. I would say, if you're like, it only happens if they're unrefrigerated, that is putting a huge amount of belief in like the standards of beer storage in places that sell beer, which I would not count on at all. It's like... Yeah. Well, what happens if it's put in and out of a fridge 14 times? Like, that's probably what it's going to be. So, yeah, they, it's it's uh, sour beer. If you're in New, Australia, New Zealand, and you see watermelon sour beer from Your Mate's Brewing Company, Yuck. that thing is fucking guzzling, dude. It is high <laughs> proof. Um, the beer has is, gone bad. <laughs> Nobody this, drink the beer. Yeah. I also This seems like a recall that they would do that uh, immediately would send people out to buy it. You know, totally. like it, it is More literally bang for your the opposite Watermelon of sour. Here we go. Yeah. You got to just lie. You got to be like. It has E. coli in it. Like yeah. something's. Yeah. You have to pretend it's something else. Yeah. Just be like, we forgot to put alcohol in this beer. It's no good. Yeah. It's simply useless. Um, it's a sour. So that's seems like an unpleasant experience, at least for my taste as well. I think the other thing. Is I we, like sour beers, but uh, yeah. I a, a watermelon sour by your mate's brewing company is like. It's like just, a Jolly Rancher. What's wrong with your mate's brewing company? I, that might be I don't perfectly know. good nights. I, I just feel like I'm. Uh, it's just a, a beer is like a lot. Like I just I'm imagining the can. It's just. <laughs> It's just so much. I don't know. I don't really drink beer anymore. It's it's, it's a very I just avoid the whole the whole thing. I'll give them credit. It's a very If I want to drink a, something that tastes like watermelon, I'll drink like a watermelon margarita or something. I'm not going to drink a watermelon beer. The wa- anyway, Montauk so. has a pretty good watermelon beer. No. Oh, yeah. it, it just tastes like water like beer the combination flavor of beer and most other flavors is not that good i do like, like i'm just like wow i wish this either tasted like a beer or like this other thing i do like the kind of vibe of like why don't you grow up and drink a watermelon margarita <laughs> like, i mean 
At least that, like, those tastes go together, is all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's like a grow up thing. Yeah. Um, no, uh, Watermelon was... margaritas are good, by the way. Oh, you yeah. You don't have to make them all fakey. You can make them with just watermelon juice. Yeah. I mean, great. Long Island iced teas taste good, but they're. No, they don't. I mean, they taste like fucking Coke or whatever. Tastes like I haven't had one tea. in a very long time. I can't. Yeah. I have not had one since college, but uh, they do not taste good in my memory. Yeah, I mean, they taste don't don't taste like alcohol. Um, there's there's a reference to watermelon uh, or not watermelon Long Island iced teas or they drink a Long Island iced tea in the new trailer or the Jennifer Lawrence movie where yes. she's like playing like a dirtbag who has to like seduce a, a college kid or something, which. Mm-hmm. Somebody post, uh, I think it was Pugmate on Twitter, uh, said like Joe Biden has brought back the shitty early two thousand sex comedy. We are so back. <laughs> I'm legit. I legitimately agree. With that. I'm like very happy. <laughs> yes, thank you, Joe Biden. Yeah, everyone's like this movie is. I, I. It's funny. I feel like there's been a bunch of this stuff lately where people are like, I can't put my finger on why exactly this is, but I know this is an indicator of a recession, and like this is. <laughs> mid like low budget sex comedy is absolutely one of those things yeah. but i'm glad they're back this my friend joe hafke pointed out that like if these movies come back like all of our friends will be able to pay their rent like that this part of the entertainment industry went away and that's why like it's impossible to make a living as a comedian anymore so yeah. like bring them back get everybody we know to write punch up on them ha- you know like this is good for the comedy economy yeah except now the goofy best friend role is going to be exclusively reserved for like some super handsome actors like comedy turn it's gonna be mm, yeah even though like liam hemsworth was good in ghostbusters or whatever it's gonna be a billion of those of just being like let's Did find you see, out uh, if you know fucking dylan what's what's the team wolf guy can be funny or whatever the fuck did you see um barb and star go to vista del mar sure i did not it was good it's really good um J- and there's jamie there's Dorn- Jamie Dornan is really funny in that. Yeah. Uh, as like a, a handsome guy doing a comedy turn. He's very funny in it. Stay in your lane, buddy. You got <laughs> I mean, for, the, for his role, I feel like he needed to be a handsome guy. Like that he was playing a guy who is canonically in the movie a handsome guy. Speaking yeah. of handsome guys that are funny and in comedy stuff, uh, I just want to mention the Jeremy and Rajat, the newest videos uh, that are uh, oh my God. So Holly- like Hollywood, like faux Hollywood reporter roundtables. And the first one that I saw, I was like, is that? It uh, can't be. And then, and, and then it was like, there's no way. And then they show him again. And then it's like, well, they must have just edited one of these existing roundtables and like made it so that, you know, kind of cleverly. It's like, no, Justin Thoreau is in a Jeremy and Rajat video. Uh, yep. I don't know if it's part of a bigger thing or something, but uh, truly incredible stuff. He's like a cool New York guy. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just he just like somehow got roped in because he's a cool New York guy. He He's he is like Justin Thoreau is just an undeniable. He's like the dude who like he would end up like dating your ex and you would just still want to hang out with him. You'd be like, first of all, I understand why. And also, <laughs> you'd be like, that's fair. What yeah. do you want to do? Yeah. Like, what, like, can I hang out with you? What are you up to? He's like, yeah. I mean, from day one, he was like in fucking Mulholland Drive. He's wearing cool sunglasses in Mulholland Drive. <laughs> he was like a New York punk guy. He's like, he's in GQ for a dressing well. The dude is fucking. I mean, there's not much you can do about it. <laughs> you just got to. He's got a he nice piece. He's, He's got, got a, a nice, nice piece. piece. I have not seen his piece. Is his yeah, piece Shelby, out in How movies? do you have access to his piece? 
I think this is a leftovers thing. I, I think. Oh, is this dick out in that? Yeah. This, I don't that's, know. that's what yeah. the title is about. The leftovers, <laughs> the leftovers. is Justin Theroux's piece. I don't know what yeah, happens. It's he, just... my, my friend, one of my friends is a, was a bartender at a cool Lower East Side bar and uh, Justin Thoreau was a regular there and he would like, he was like a regular there in that he would like be behind, the, he would like sometimes bartend or like he'd be in the kitchen or whatever. And uh, one time he used the staff bathroom and then my friend went in after him and he had taken a really smelly shit. That's my Justin Thoreau story. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it every time he comes up in. Uh, God damn it! Well, there he, goes. He took our a really smelly shit in a staff bathroom. Cool, a cool friendship bar. with Justin Theroux. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Look, we've all taken a smelly shit before. It's it happens. Yeah, but you he's know, just like us. I've never taken. No, never. Did this ever happen before? <laughs> you guys are you guys are so mad that I've blown our our uh, chances of getting. He was Justin gonna be on it. We were in contact on. with his reps. No, I mean. Yeah, if, as long if, as you don't talk about me taking these stinky poos, I'll be there. That, I, he like stops being in Jeremy and Rajat videos because he's like, guys, as soon as I did this, every other comedian in New York asked me to be in their shit. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. More than likely, very likely. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Yo. that video is so funny. Rajat talking about his one line in Severance. <laughs> Sir, your neti pot is ready or whatever it was. It was like a really funny one line to have. Neti pot is warm, I believe. Your neti pot is warm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Anyway, just go yeah. watch it. We could talk about it forever. Well, while Justin Threw is taking big stinky dumps. Maybe You're making it worse. Drinking. Look, I it know. was years ago. Maybe do. he doesn't take stinky dumps anymore. It was years ago. Oh, we're sorry, man. I think you're cool. <laughs> I didn't ask for this shit. Um, you the uh, one who keeps bringing it up, man. Well, I don't know how to get out. It's like trying to climb out of a fucking, you know, it's like watching a cat try to climb out of a bathtub. I don't, I can't get grip on anything. Um, <laughs> so maybe he was drinking a watermelon sour watermelon beer from your sour. mate's brewing company. I would say like the, the other thing is that of all the beers to be like, like I think if it was a more normal, like a, like a lager or something, you'd immediately be like, this is off. But I think if it's a sour yeah. beer, you might just get fucking blasted and not realize you're drinking. Like, I mean, I don't know how like the pro- how long it takes to get to what high uh, high proof, but um, yeah, uh, you know, it gets up there. Basically, just wine now. Now it's just bad wine. You've it's made Mad Dog 2020. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> it's like night I train. do like yeah. if I'm gonna drink a beer, I do like sours. But it is like. You put too many flavors in there. You're basically making beer Boone's Farm at that point. You're making like a flavored 40. I just, yeah. not not for me. Shout out KCBC. Somebody who listens is friends with the KCBC guy. Hey, tell them they got good beer. Send us some or something. I don't know. You don't have to. It's probably a hard business. My brother yeah. worked for a beer company for many years. You can't spare <laughs> one like 12 pack. Business. Nope. Don't They're send important. it to me. I've talked too much shit about beers. Yeah. They're going to send Kath poisoned beer as revenge. <laughs> Do not send me poisoned beer, please. Yeah. Justin Thoreau's going to send me poison beer. <laughs> you deserve it. I deserve Spilling it. his stinky news. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Watch out if you're in Australia. I feel like uh, people Just in Australia. Lots of, lots of scary <laughs> animals down there. <laughs> I yeah. feel like people there get ham- like really hammered though. Like I oh, feel yeah. like they should be experienced enough to deal with the consequences of this beer. 
Yeah, I mean, I know in New York, people I know have worked at bartenders specifically are like, if Australians walk in, you're going to have a long night. <laughs> like, there's, there's, there's a they stereotype like there. They like to throw up. They love <laughs> That's comedy shows. They love Apparently comedy Apparently Australians love to throw up. They do love comedy shows. So yeah. for that, we thank them. Yep. The for troops. that and nothing else, <laughs> we thank them. Should we do number one? Yeah. Yeah. And this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. This story comes to us from Scientific Lemurian in the Discord. It's a story about a uh, a man who found a massive clam on the beach and he was going to, uh, you know, make it into chowder. And it turned out, I'm not sure how he figured this out, um, he, uh, but uh, it turned out it's uh, 214 years old is the clam. So he did not eat the clam. He basically um is just hanging out with it, I guess. He called named it Abraham Clam Lincoln because it's born the same year as, as Abraham Lincoln. And, How does he uh, know the clam's birth year? They took it to a lab. Clam I imagine lab. it's an estimated birth and year. Did they ask him like I, Yeah, I'm, just getting down to the year is a lot. Yeah. Well, they, I guess they date it, right? They yeah, the they show. just they, they estimate it based on the size and stuff. So they took it to uh, yeah the, the the Gulf Specimen Marine Lab in this is quite a town name Panacea, Florida. That is yeah. really nice. something. <laughs> <laughs> Florida, the Panacea for nothing. Uh, not sure <laughs> what that could be, but uh, yeah, it's a six inch, two point six pound clam estimated to be more than two hundred fourteen years old. So yeah, they, the the the, the eighteen oh nine is obviously in a uh, yeah. Um, I I'm guess still it's a, struggling. I, I it's understand. a quahog. <laughs> I understand that it's. I guess clams are born, but that does seem like the wrong word, right? Yeah. yeah. How do they? What do they look like when they do they come out? Yeah, what's Where do going they come out there? from? Do clams <laughs> just come in other empty shells? <laughs> well, how is this happening? How are clams born? How are? Where do? <laughs> how when you get do to clams? That age, where your kids start asking where do clams come from? Okay, so this is just the the first thing from the from from Google result top result um, from the Asbury Park Press. I'm not sure why they're covering this. Um, <laughs> to reproduce, clams release eggs and sperm into the water seasonally, generally in midsummer when water is warm and planktonic food is abundant. After okay. fertilization of an egg, cellular division produces larvae, and eventually tiny clams that settle to the bottom. So, mm, clam larvae. Oh, I found those little clams before. I, guess I mean, there. I guess that just means we're swimming in clam, clam news. Oh, always. For yeah. especially in the summer, we're swimming though. in everything. Come. Like, I mean, if you're I in the mean, ocean, there's true. you're like in a toilet. Yeah, that's it's, you know. <laughs> yeah, you are absolutely in a toilet, but um, not in like a. You know, it's not that. It's not like as gross as a, you know. It's not like you're not going to get like sick yeah. from it, but it's like a toilet for the you know everything is you're, everything is a toilet. You know, people hate when you get a mouthful of seawater and it's all salty. You're lucky it's salty. You know that shit would taste fucking way worse if there wasn't just overwhelmingly salt. Oh yeah, if like, it wasn't <laughs> salty, it would be really nasty. Yeah, it'd just yeah. be like absolutely rank. You'd just be throwing up everywhere. Instead, you're just like ah, spicy or whatever. So here's um, here's an, here's a fun one in 2006. Scientists found an estimated uh, a quahog clam. Um, I'm not sure where they found it. I'm going to click the link here, but it was estimated to be 507 years old, um, oh, which is, um, 
I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say to that. That is, um, again, you know, yeah, we're the most important species for sure. Uh, we're the main, we're the main character of we're Earth. We're the main ones. Yeah. <laughs> when there's a goddamn oh, like, we were also 500 here five hundred years, years ago. <laughs> yeah, I was, there was like live. Well, it's like uh, alive during the Ming Dynasty. Like that is yeah. De- deranged. Yeah, I don't. I haven't seen him in forever. But this uh, comic used to have a, a bit that I really liked about that. Uh, I think it's Rob Cantrell. Um, yeah, and he'd talk about he's like talk about tortoises living so long, and he's like, "Of course they live long, man. They don't do shit." He's <laughs> like, "If you don't use anything, he's like, if I have a VCR and I don't use it for two hundred years, it's gonna work perfectly." Good bit. <laughs> Despite some two blank stares, uh, enjoyable bit. Check it out. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They live forever, I, but. I, I- it's weird that he would find a really big clam and be like, I want to make this into chowder. Because number one, I feel like the bigger the clam, the tougher and nastier the clam meat is my is my guess. The bigger you the want clam, to, you want to do like a stu- you, like a stuffed quahog situation. You know, you get a bunch of breading in there and you kind of mm, do that deal. Yeah, you know? throw in because it's really big. So it's like two sleeves of Ritz crackers yeah. crumbled up in there. Yeah. You got to do it with one big clam. Chopping it up would be a travesty. It's got to be just like kind of a... Big bowl of chowder with one floating with one clam, nasty, just like a fist-sized, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clam in like, there. An, like an egg on bibimbap, <laughs> just fucking sitting on top. I clam love clams, rice bowl. but that sounds horrifying. I, I mean, the that. idea of a clam that you can take a bite of and you're not done with is pretty gross. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't care for that. Not it great. would, it would help my like. Uh, it's not a problem because I eat clams and I like them, but it is like. You, like when you get like a thing of clam strips or something, that's like a mass grave. Like there are like multiple casualties of a clam in there. If you have one giant clam, at least you're only killing one. Yeah. You, know? you get a lot of strips out of one chicken. Not so with clams. Exactly. With clams, it's just like you're you're committing a, a like mass murder every time you have a delicious clam roll or something you know Kath is working her way back to vegetarianism live on the pod <laughs> reverse engineering it I yeah mean, i mean you get like a we full shouldn't basket eat meat. We, we shouldn't it's it's not good to do we don't have to do it we just do it because it it tastes really good and it's an easier way to get protein but yeah yeah, yeah. yep well that's as strong a statement as i will make as i definitely <laughs> will eat meat later today yeah, we'll get off. Well, we'll have our traditional steak after recording, but we do. Like, I, need, I need 15 minutes between now and the bonus. I got to have I got to eat this ortolan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Will uh, I have a I have my podcast snack of foie gras in between <laughs> main and bonus. Gavage only, not humane. <laughs> it tastes better when they suffer. <laughs> it's important. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm glad that I'm glad Abra Clam Lincoln survived because I don't think he would have been a satisfying chowder, and uh, it would be a crime to end a 200 year old uh, life just to make a bad chowder. I, yeah, I don't know if we should jump to survive. They may have immediately taken him apart and been like for study, but no, I think they probably just, no. They named him. He's still going. I hope he's safe somewhere. Yeah. I mean, he's not in his like area that he was in. I doubt they put him back where he was. So um, yeah. That's too bad. They're going to have to do a Finding Nemo for him. He's going to go back to that exact spot on the ocean floor where some other dipshit finds him and is like, oh, baby, and doesn't isn't thoughtful about it at all. <laughs> I bet they there's do, pearls in here. Lobsters are like that, too. Like, they get, uh, they live, like, basically forever. And uh, 
like lobster fishermen. So like the lobster traps are set up so that if lobsters are over a certain size, they're not really supposed to be able to get in there. Um, but every once in a while they catch like a huge one and they're like, yeah, this lobster is like 200 years old and then mm-hmm. they have to throw him back. Yeah. They don't even ask him. Good TikTok lobster fisherman guy. I, e- like part, part of my theory of TikTok is you can find the hottest person employed in any job on TikTok. And there's, <laughs> A handsome lobster fisherman who gives you information about lobsters on there. They should put a little sign if they're going to put him back and be like, do not eat me. I'm older than any human that has ever lived. <laughs> they do. They have I a sign. They ancient clip, wisdom. They clip their they, tail, right? They clip their tail, yeah, which means like, do not eat me. I have been caught and judged, uh, given a pardon. I've been given a pardon. They have weighed yeah. my my heart, my organs and have found them to be lighter than a feather. And exactly. To, I've yeah. paid my dues. It's like winning the Hunger Games. That lobster is now... Yeah, a king. I don't if that lobster was born <laughs> before human beings like desired to eat lobster, and he survived the entire thing, and now he gets to get out. One of the world's greatest bugs, king of bugs. One of the top bugs, <laughs> the king bug. King bug. <laughs> Do not eat king bug. That's what they tie to the tail. A little sign. Yep. Put a little crown on him. Let him go back in the water. Yeah. But yeah, uh, congrats to Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, keep, happy for him. Keep it up, bud. <laughs> we don't know when your birthday is. Sometime this year. Yeah. So happy keep birthday. Keep on clamming. Keep on periodically opening. Keep on clamming so apparently in the free the, world. The the clam. So when cl- it's the they release the sperm and the egg into the water, and then they hopefully collide and make a little clam grub, basically a little uh, larva that uh-huh. floats around, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, they secrete a shell. Ew. That's how it happens. So they just sort of like some goo, some some goo turns into a shell. Right, the point. shell just and kind of forms around them. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Eli does not like it. <laughs> I don't like the phrase "secrete a shell," but mm. so I, I mean, secrete like is not not a good. It's you know, it's it's yeah, usually yeah. not something you want to think about too much. Yeah, no one's ever. That's like, what sciencelineucsb.edu said. Oh yeah, so. yeah. It's got an edu. So. You're never like, oh, it's secreting something and it smells amazing. You know, <laughs> secretions <laughs> are not usually great. <laughs> Very sticky. I secrete a delicious marinade. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. This. <laughs> Oh, That's why seafood tastes so good because it's it spends its whole life marinating, secreting, yeah, secreting, marinating, yeah, it's salted up, it's pre-salted, ready to exactly. go. Exactly, it's all tender. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Covered in anyway. all that clam cum. Shout out, shout out to the ocean <laughs> and its bounty for us. We respect and fear it. Please yeah. <laughs> do not come for us. Uh, yeah. Should we do plugs? Is it time? To it's plugs? time. Become a subscriber at patreon.com slash whatatimepod for weekly bonus episodes and much more. And head to whatatimepod.com slash links for our merch store, Discord, and more. Follow Patty, Kath, and Eli on Twitter and Instagram at Patty Moe, at Kath Barbadoro, and at Eli Uden. And check out Kath's other podcasts, Lie, Cheat, and Steal, about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters, wherever you get your podcasts. Here's where you can see us doing stand-up this week. Please come to my shows in Austin, March 24th and 25th at the Velveeta Room. Friday show at 8, I believe, and then uh, Saturday shows at 8 and 10. Should be really fun. Uh, uh, who's uh, Danny Palumbo, Ralph Hardesty doing uh, guest spots. 
it'll be great. Ashley Sharma's opening. It, it'll be really fun. Please come to that. Uh, check my social media for links. Goodbye. That's it. None of us That's have it. none of us have shows. So whatever. <laughs> 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 Goodbye. <laughs>